Hello. And I'm not muted. This is wonderful. We're start go uh, starting off great. Um, I obviously am not Brady or Liz. Uh, I'm Kaya May. I'm one of the hosts for Game Over Vancouver, but I am stepping in to guest host today. Uh, the Jets, just a little rundown, just lost 3-2 to the Dallas Stars while they're both eyeing uh, top three spots for the NHL Central Conference, or Central Division, not Central Conference, unless they reorganize something again. Uh, then, you know, we'd have, we'd have a bigger problem, we'd have a bigger topic today to discuss. Uh, but overall, yes, the Winnipeg Jets fought hard near the end, but ended up losing 3-2. Uh, David mentioned in the chat it was similar to the Oilers losing to the Sharks. Well, I feel like the Jets uh, can feel better about this one, considering Sharks. Um, and, you know, Edmonton's the last place team in Canada right now, so yeah, it's better to be are they the second place team in Canada now? They're tied with Toronto for second, so in Canada. They're third in their division, so they're a bit lower than that. But yeah, they lost 3-2. Overall, a good game from the Jets, in my opinion. Um, from somebody, you know, who's usually watching Vancouver Canucks. It's it, it was refreshing to not see constant dump and chases. I understand the Canucks have been doing that less and less, but like one thing I noticed a lot with the Jets, their best chances came on like odd man rushes or just rushes in general. Like their zone entries were really clean. Um I'd say uh but yeah, let's get into the game recap. So the first period, there were no scoring. There was no scoring whatsoever. Um, the Winnipeg Jets game, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers just started their playoff game against the BC Lions. Go Lions. Um, but it was similar to last weekend. Um, here, the BC Lions had their playoff game at BC Place against Calgary. And then later in the day, the Canucks played also the Dallas Stars. The Canucks also won. But that's a different story. Um... Winnipeg trailed Dallas before the start of the game with a single point. Now they are trailing by three points. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Winnipeg just snapped a three, three row, three games in a row win streak, um, which was their second time in the season thus far, which is actually really good. Uh, really good considering, you know, they've only played 14 games of the year so far, having... Jets win with better D. Yeah, that was... It wasn't a great game for, you know, watching where the Dallas Stars were going. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, I just want to say, the Winnipeg Land, land Acknowledgement. Oh my gosh. It, it's like, it's so, it's so well done. Just wanted to say that. Also, the little chants in the anthems, like True North, always great. Uh, the Stars and Star Spangled Banner, kind of cliche, but I get it. Um... Yeah, Dallas has not led in the first period all season, so Jets, you continued that streak. Well done. Uh, the first penalty kill was uh, De on Dylan DeMello for... He was holding Mason Marchment. It was odd. I like He was kind of holding on, kind of not. Whatever. You know, the refs, they get it right 50% of the time when they... Not even 50% of the time. I was... I'm trying to think of something. 
like, what's, how, how often do you think referees in the NHL get calls right? Because I have a feeling it's very, very low. Um, but yeah, so they had, they were really good also at clearing the puck on penalty kills, which is, again, something I'm not used to as a fan of Western teams, or they're technically Western, but like, the Canucks, very different from here. But yeah, the penalty kill for the Jets was pretty good for that first one. Um, Brendan Dillon, Pride of Surrey, good clear. Uh, just shout out, you know, anytime there's a player from Surrey, gotta, gotta shout out. Um, Hellebuck was really fast in that first period. He was kind of like the only one keeping the Jets in for the first half of the first, um, because at one point it was like six to one in shots and like the Jets were like getting into the Dallas zone, but they weren't really converting anything at all. Um, Dallas was trying very hard to get that third period period lead. Um, there was a Perfetti breakaway. Like, a lot of, like, breakaway, one player goes off and, um, gets to the net. Yeah. Nemestikov to Perfetti. Great. Uh, great chance there. Nemestikov straight over to Cole Perfetti. Perfetti almost scores, uh, but then it it um it goes straight up there was a lot of there was a lot of rush i would say you know they take they take the jets name seriously because they just turn the jets on anytime there's like any chance but they're in the neutral zone if they're passing around like that if they're passing around as a set play the jets weren't doing as well like power plays they didn't they have barely converted on any so far this season Oh, no, that was Dallas' stat. They, yeah, they didn't convert on any during the game. Either. So. Yeah. Um. So, oh, no, the Jets, that was a Jets stat. So they were, like, 5 for 15 in their last few games. Um, this game, you know, obviously 0 for 4. Uh, the Stars, again, have only also allowed 3 power play goals against but that being said, it's not like they, like, really killed the penalty. They were just kind of, like, boxing out the Jets, and then the Jets would pass it to each other. And, like, it was weak shots. They would clear easily. Um, so the power play was, like, a point of contention I noticed throughout the night. Um, like, while the Stars may have a decent, you know, they may have a decent penalty kill at the same time, you kind of need to generate chances at all um, to get goals against in the power play. Anyway, that's my opinion. Um, Appleton, there was a good rush up the ice. Wedgwood got the shot. A weird play with Appleton, Dylan, and Lowry. Um, but they still also got a shot away. So the Jets were starting to come back, like, halfway through the second. Um, uh, maybe they got thrown off by the weird start. Uh, it's not a weird start. I guess it's 2 p- it was 2 p.m. for you guys uh, in the Jets' time zone, but... It's like noon here and I'm I'm a little confused. Not really. It's like 3 p.m. It's nice. It's nice. It's not dark. It's getting dark outside. It's not completely dark outside yet. Um there was a rush from Shifley, no rebound allowed from Scott Wedgwood. Um, but it was basically back pressure from Con- from Connor, gave the puck to eventually got the puck to Mark Shifley. And then to top off the final. The final minutes of the first, Yanni Hockenpah gets an infer- interference penalty on Shifley. Yeah, it was kind of like a pick-like play, 
I don't want to say it was a pick-like play, but it was it was weird. It was a weird play. Um, in the second period, the Jets are plus four. They had better chances on breakaways than on the power play, um, just throughout the game. The Jets are plus four in second periods. Um, they're now plus one or plus two because Dallas scored three, but the Jets also scored one. Four minus three is one, plus one is two. So now they're plus two, so they halved that this game, which isn't great. So this is where most of the scoring happened in the second. Um, Harley gets a goal assisted from Ryan Suter. The puck was barely kept in at the blue line to begin with, and then the Jets were scrambling. Ends up with a Harley one-timer that Hellebuck, while being fast and being, you know, a Vesna candidate for many years, um, and, like, one of the better goalies, for many years, signing an insane deal this past summer. Like, how did how did Chevy pull that off? I'm still I'm still wondering. Like, we need tips. We need Patterson, but um, <laughs> he was late to reach for it. One nothing stars. There was a penalty against Dallas on Lundqvist for slashing Ehlers. Two nothing stars, which is uh, which was Wyatt Johnston's first shorthanded goal of the season of his career. Actually, it was his fifth of the season. Um, Jets failed to clear the zone and didn't get back in time. Uh, so yeah, again, just the power play just not producing really, like, really anything. The puck was literally on the blue line, and I understand it's- you're focusing on getting it inside the blue line, but they didn't even focus on- on getting it in Jets' possession in general. Um, it was Wyatt Johnson's first- uh, first career shorthanded goal. So that was fun. Right after- not right after. A few minutes later, uh, Cole Perfetti scores um, his fourth of the year. It was a great entry from Nemestikov that hard-fought, unfortunate loss, I'd say, Darth Canadian. Um, <laughs> it, uh, so fourth petty, fourth petty? Perfetti, Cole Perfetti, fourth of the season, great entry from Nemestikov that kind of all the stars kind of gravitated towards him and got distracted. Again, one of those weird rushes where you focus on one player and another player comes up. Um, Ehlers shoots, doesn't go in, rebound, Cole grab, uh, Perfetti grabs it, and he scores. So, good job. It's 2-1. It's a one-goal game. Then there's a penalty immediately after. Brendan Dillon um, for tripping on Ben. Got the stick between the legs. I don't- I need other people's opinions on it, because I feel like Ben kind of sold it a little bit. Like, I understand it's hard to skate, but, like, <laughs> at the same time, you do this professionally. Just because there's a thing there does not mean you trip. That's- it's nuance. Anyway, it eventually becomes 3-1 stars because there's confusion behind the net. Johnston passes to Duchesne, uh, and- Duchesne scores. Three one stars. Good rush in from Shifley. Past Connor Wedgwood stopped. Ehlers checked in front of the net after a good jet uh, Jets rush. It started with Connor and Morrissey rush in, and the Morrissey shot was stopped before then as well. Um, Vlad Nemestikov said in an interview just after the second period, talking about how the Jets have been too cute. And I do think he had a point there because the Jets did really come out with a bit of a fire starting the third, but. I, I did really like how he described that, their kind of vibe going into this. Um, 
There was a penalty kill to start the third penalty taken by Josh Morrissey for tripping on Rupe Hints. Again, need opinions for those who watched the game on that one because it looked like Morrissey was tripped first and then his stick, it made him stick out his stick that tripped Hints. But you know what? Hockey's a fast game. We can't blame refs for not understanding their own rule book. Uh, Jets need to shoot better shots on the rush, I'd say. I wrote down because they had a five on two, but then the only shot went right into the paths of Scott Witchwood. Like I understand, I, I understand again, hockey is a fast paced game, but you have five of your guys. They only have two. at least try and get something a little more like, don't go too adventurous with this. Don't try and Michigan it. But at the same time, have somewhat of an effort. Like, I, I feel like I'm hitting on the Jets a lot, a lot today, but it's just, it's not hate. I was actually really in. I, I was really enjoying this this game, this team. Like, go Jets, go! But at the same time, just be a little bit more inventive. And then the goalies, like going straight for the star. I understand that the logo is starred, but you that doesn't mean you need to shoot there. Um, at one point, Nemestikov fell into the net, kind of pushed Wedgwood out to the boards. They fist bump after fist bump after. Great, I love hockey. And then Brendan Dillon. Pride of Surrey. Pride of Surrey. Uh, four goals in four games. Four games ago, he had no points. He's four goals in four games. That's insane. Pride of Surrey, Brendan Dillon. He, not Pride of the Eagles, though, but he did play in the PJHL for the Hope Icebreakers. Um, <laughs> fun fact, the PJHL is also now a junior A-league. Somehow. Um, and then there's a final right after that Dylan goal. So it's 3-2. You know, the Jets are rolling. The Jets are turning on. There's fire coming out. Uh, and then it's all distinguished. Rain pours through because immediately after there's a Rasmus Kupar uh, penalty for hooking on Lindell. But we do get a great shorthanded chance from Nemestikov and Morgan Barron. Uh, I was basically stopped by the toe of Wedgwood's stick, but it was still a very good chance for them to them. Uh, shorthanded. Could have had two shorthanded goals in the same game from, you know, both teams, which I'm sure has happened so far this year. I'm sure has happened in the history of the NHL hundreds of times over. But it didn't, because Scott Wedgwood stopped the puck. It was not Jake Ottinger, because uh, even though some fantasy apps thought, and my friend was texting me asking why she couldn't she was not getting any points because the stars were winning and um wasn't getting any points because the stars were winning but Ottinger she had but so was it him uh but yeah overall 3-2 game the Jets tried to push it in at the end but no luck there yeah it was overall I don't want to say a game to forget but it was it was a tight game it was a tight game specifically from the because the Central Division is actually, like, I think the, the most close-knit in points. Yeah, the Central Division is the one that's the most close-knit in points. Because the at the bottom, at the bottom you have Nashville. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, with 10 points, they're tied with Chicago, but Chicago is one game in hand. They also have 10 points. That's expected. Minnesota's in 6th with 12. Arizona, 5th, 13. St. Louis... Fourth with 13, uh, with one game in hand on Arizona. 
And then Winnipeg and Colorado. Colorado has two games in hand, and they're tied with 16 points, but Winnipeg's third. Avstar second. Stars are... Stars have 19 points already, so they're 9-3-1. Start the season, pretty good. The Jets are still at a point... Are Their point percentage is 0.571, so that's also really good. Like, the Jets, they're not a bad team. They're in the top of the Central Division. It's just that in this fight with the... With, like, it feels like every team, mine is probably, like, Chicago and Nashville are kind of in it. I'd say, because Arizona's been pretty decent. St. Louis is kind of creeping back up into a wildcard territory, but yeah, it's the top three that right now are the kind of kryptonite. The Atlantic Division, good as well. I mean, the top team, I was thinking more like, there's only nine a nine-point differential before, between first in the Pacific, first in the Central, and, um, eighth in the central in the atlantic it's like 13 because boston is 23 and ottawa has 10 the rest of the teams obviously like second is detroit with 18 so they're kind of still in the running but uh yeah metro is 10 points difference and pacific is 20 points difference (laughs) so yeah bit of a bit of a strong competition for the central division um, before we get into the next part of today's conversation, I have a little message from our friends over at Botano. The NHL season is heating up and there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Whether you're looking to hammer an Austin Matthews anytime goal or ride the puck line with your Winnipeg Jets, our partners at Sign Up Expert want to make sure you're ready to sweat your bests with one of the best. Sign Up Expert is hooking up our listeners with some of the newest sports books available in Canada. Betano. Betano. It's not bet. It's Betano. Betano is home to some of the best odds when it comes to betting on the NHL and offers unique markets, including virtual soccer and basketball. All you have to do to get started is scan that QR code on your screen or click the link in the description to register and place that first bet. If you thought the Vancouver Canucks have been the best surprise of the season so far, wait until you try Botano. Don't walk, run. To check out Botano today, scan that QR code or hit the link in the description to get started and start sweating your bets with the best. Always remember to bet responsibly and with your within your means, viewers must be 19 plus to sign up for Botano. Alright, everybody. Boston better not do their shenanigans again this year or I'm gonna lose it. It would be... Imagine if they get the President's Trophy and again lose in the first round. That's, that's like, retribution for, uh, for younger me. But, overall, the NHL is quite, it's a weird, it's in a weird situation. The Jets have been one of the better teams, one of the underrated teams in Canada, which is weird to say, because yes, they got knocked out by, admittedly, the Stanley Cup champions, um, in the first round last year. Yes, they have not they don't have you know the the players at you know Connor McDavid caliber or Austin Matthews caliber but underratedly they've been one of the better western teams um in Canada these last few years like they're tied for second best Canadian team right now um again with the Leafs and the Canucks are first so it could change by the end of the at the end of tonight because the Canucks and Leafs are uh going head to head tonight um 
Yeah, the Jets took a lot of penalties. Not a lot of penalties, but yeah, they took three in the third period. I'd say get a bit more disciplined when you get those penalties on the other team. Actually, like, execute, because the last penalty that was against Dallas was ended in the... It was the Lundqvist slashing on Ehlers' call that was interrupted with a shorthanded goal from Wyatt Johnston. So just kind of working out a bit more to have better high danger chances and have better um what's the word <laughs> better high danger chances better just shots in general on the on the set plays i feel like would push them kind of over the edge out of i don't know if they're in a wild card spot potentially are they or are they oh no because they're third in the division so they're automatically yep yep i know how to math i'm i've been wild card chasing for the last few years so they were a wild card team last year that's in my defense in my defense but i digress um yeah the jets are kind of they're heating up you know two three game win streaks they're eight four nope that's the colorado avalanche they're seven five and two so not the best start to the season but again over 500 um it's better than a lot of other teams in the league right now um yeah five seven two is the same record that like minnesota has at the moment but they're still leaps and bounds ahead of like this the My apologies, the structure of the Minnesota Wild compared to the Winnipeg Jets, um, I'd say, because Minnesota Wild are, like, the second oldest team in the league, uh, whereas the Jets, you know, they still have a lot of young talent. Obviously, they got a lot of good pieces from the PLD trade. Um, Ayafalo's been one of those good pieces. He's third on the team for points currently. Kyle Connor, um, let me refresh this because this is not updated yet. NHL website, you're amazing. God. Um. Thank you. Bless you. Yeah, no, it's just... There's dust everywhere. I took my allergy pills, I swear. Um. Jets fans. Based in... My fake of connects are having a better start than my hometown Jets. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's weird that... It's weird thinking about how the, the Canucks are doing better than the Jets, considering that, like, we cursed them for giving us Tyler Myers all those years ago. Um, speaking of players, are they ahead? No, they're not. Never mind. I was gonna make a Wheeler reference, but, you know, that the past is in the past. Um, Kyle Connor did get another point tonight, so he is in first for oh no him and Shifley are still tied for first okay yeah uh the stats have not updated yet for to include this game still haven't updated but Kyle Connor and Mark Shifley are still leading the team in points with now 17 apiece um Alex Iafalo who they got from LA I'm remembering correctly. Yes. Um, he's on third with 12 points this season. He was a minus one tonight, um, but in 19 minutes of ice time, I feel like that's pretty good. He's one of their top players this year so far. Nino, Nina Ryder, Mason Appleton. Perfetti is actually 
fourth now, I believe. Yes, because he would be, he would have 11 points now. Um, yeah, the Jets are a good team. The Jets are a good team right now. Are we still collectively mad at Pierre-Luc Dubois? I mean, if it's not working out, it's not working out. Personally, I'm not. Um, what's the status of Velarde? Ooh, let me check. Do-do-do. I will find that out for you. See, saying that name even? Yeah, I understand there's a bit of animosity. I mean, like, we had, like, there's a bit of animosity considering how he left Columbus, um, with the line I trade, uh, there's, you know, beef there, you know, why did we trade Line A for him? And then he gets here and there's the whole drama of he wants to play in in, in Montreal. Um, that was a running joke. I really thought they were going to do it, but no, he gets traded to LA. I mean, apparently they have nice beaches. I don't blame them. Uh, I don't blame him, but sorry, I'm trying to find the news on Gabe Velarde right now. Oh, sprained MCL. Yeah, he's four, four to six weeks. That's not a good injury. Yeah. Three games into his Winnipeg Jets career, so he's still out. He's still probably going to be out for a while. Um, That was on the 19th, so let me do math. One, two, three, four, five, six. So he's probably back December. So that's good. Um, but in the Jets games he played so far, he's minus one with one point in three games played. Then again, he suffered an injury. So, uh, fair, um, fair use to him. I went to go look at your guys' goalies, and it gave me the league goalies. Uh, Connor Hellebuck is at a .892 for this season. Not sure how that's going to pan out tonight. What his, what was his save percentage for this game? 897. So it might actually go up. Um, Connor Hellebuck, again, he's been very good for the last few years, but... Yeah, his career save percentage, it's leaps and bounds ahead of where he is right now. So for the games played in 11 games played now, he has a .892 in his 455 game career, he has 916. Still a ways to go, you know, this is only the 14th game of the season for the Jets, but then again, he just signed this massive deal. This is his lower lowest career save percentage ever. So, that's nice. Do do have Stanley Cup winner Lauren Lauren Brisois as backup, but then again, he has an 872 in 3 games. So, not as great. But then again, like, save percentage isn't everything. Understand that. Because uh, it is a higher scoring league at the moment. But, yeah. Not a great time. Um, let me find out 
I was looking for another stat, but I give me a second to time. Um, get any get any questions in that you have for the stream. Oilers over Flames. Jets would take Oilers over. Okay, I was like, take Oilers over Jets. Are you kidding me? Did we watch the same game? Are we watching the same team? Like, yes, the Oilers lost 3-2 in recent memory to another team. Yes, the Jets lost 3-2 in recent memory to another team. But the Jets losing 3-2 to the Stars, who, need I remind you, are... sixth in the league right now i feel like that's a bit better than um you know losing to the sharks who are 32nd yeah 3-2 I, I mean these 3-2 losses when like you're trying yeah o oilers over flames i understand i understand um i would also take oilers over flames but the flames disagree with that they have five points over Oilers. Um, yeah, hockey in Canada is wild right now. It's wild. I said earlier they're tied for the second best team in the- in Canada. In the Canada. Great job, Kaya. Um, technically they're 10th in the league and Toronto is 13th. So, W Jets, let's go. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the other Western Conference- the other best Canadian team in the league. But for second- pretty good to be dyed with the Leafs. Um, is that good for the Leafs? Probably not, but the Leafs, nothing has been going, nothing has been going well for them so far. Sharks, who are they? Are those, those blue guys that belong in the Myers? Myers? No, no, that's, that's, um, that, that's, uh, Edmonton. That's Edmonton. Those guys that belong in the Myers. Yeah. Winnipeg has been very underrated these last few years, and somehow they're still really good. Like, I understand you have some worry trading a big-name piece uh, to another team and, you know, wondering how that's going to work out for what you get back. They've done a lot of good work so far. Like, sure, LA's ahead of them, but LA also plays in the Pacific Pacific Division, so, like, nothing- there's not a lot of competition going on right now um, in the Pacific, so cut them some slack there. Yeah, I think Winnipeg is going to be a good- time this year. Edmonton is orange sharks. Yeah. They did have those weird navy jerseys that like no one liked. No one liked. Yeah, Oilers Oilers are definitely leaps and bounds behind what they're expected of whereas like teams I feel like Winnipeg's always forgotten about in Canadian teams. Canucks fans can complain all they want about being forgotten and, oh, what about Quinn Hughes for Norris? No, Jets fans are always forgotten. Jets are always forgotten. I will- I- yeah. I suspect Jake Allen is headed to Edmonton? That seems like a weird option, but, like, I see it? Sort of? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is there any actual evidence for that going so far? Da da da. Yeah, I have not seen anything yet, so you know what? We'll see. 
Shadow lost by the Sharks to the Golden Knights. Yeah. I forgot about that. I played the, the Golden Knights after, like, all this fanfare. They had a two-game win streak. I feel so bad for the Sharks. Um, <laughs> the Oilers are on a seven-game loss streak. Just a rumor? Okay. Because I was like, I was like, that hasn't dropped yet, right? Um... <laughs> Yeah, because we're just- we're all waiting for news of what Edmondson's gonna do, because obviously they drop- they send Jack Campbell to the miners, and then he gets lit up by the Abbotsford Canucks. Are you kidding me? I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad. Um, yeah. The Jets are gonna be a good team this year. I can't wait to see them in the Western Conference Final. Winnipeg is the team that does the surprise um, Samuel L. Jackson sentence. Um, <laughs> ev meme every postseason to make it. Yes! Like, you look at the teams that have made, the Canadian teams that, like, actually make the playoffs in the last few years, it's, like, Jets, Edmonton, Calgary, I guess you can write off, because they did it a couple times. And then it's Toronto, but you can also write off. So, the Jets are somehow the always, like, the always kind of coming out. Um, he did not have a good game against Abbotsford. That was, that was, uh, that was true. <laughs> that was, yeah, that one goal where it just kind of, like, went past his pad. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have those shots. And again, Hellebuck had some questionable saves. Like, there was one goal that thankfully did not go in in the third period, but he thought he had it. He just did the thing where goalies, like, lay down. Like, dude, you, you do not have it. You do not have anything. There is nothing. The puck was, like, at his ankle, and he's like, I'm gonna lay down. He's taking a nap. He's just taking a nap. Goalies are so weird. I respect Connor Hellebuck. Goalies so weird. So weird. The Jets are going to tear it up this year. Uh, see you in the Western Conference Final. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Uh, Jets Nation, let's ride. The Jets, Jets Country. De Jets Country. I'm sorry, um, Pierre Luke. <clears throat> Never mind. He doesn't exist anymore. I'm sorry, I desecrated your, uh, your, your meme. Wheeler doing anything big in NYC? Not anything big and good. <laughs> the, uh, the Jets did get a lot of shots on goal later on in the game, though. So, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, goalie Snow Angels. It's so weird. It's so weird. Wheeler, how is he doing? Let me see. I really don't like how these league websites are set up because it's really hard to find stuff. Um... Yeah, even with, like, the NHL website is always terrible. True North Town. I do think it's really cute. Like, how you guys are True North, but are you? Are, are you? Because <laughs> isn't, um, Edmonton the most, the northernmost team in Canada? Anyway. Blake Wheeler. For the New York Rangers in 13 games, he has two points. He has one goal, one assist, and he is a minus four with an average of 
11 minutes of playing time. So not great. Um, <laughs> but hey, better than Nick Benino, who is quite lit. He's just public skating. And he has more time on ice. He has more time on ice. There may be stability. Not laterally, but cold and snow-wise. Yes, true. That is true. That is very true. I think Edmonton, maybe a lot of its parking lot holds most of the snow. They have the largest parking lot in North America. Fun fact. West Edmonton Mall. <laughs> maybe stability and net for the, the Canucks and Jets and Habs there, there no doubt isn't any for the Flames, Leafs, and Sets. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, Leafs, they're starting Samsonov tonight. Good luck. <laughs> I used to be a Samsonov fan, but... Oh, man. Man, Sens are always, always confusing. Flames, sorry. Um... Oh, and Oilers. We don't- we don't talk about them. Yeah, Jets, they're pretty solid in it. They have Laurent Brassois as their backup. Also, Pride of Surrey. I think. I may have just said the wrong guy. Laurent Brassois. Pride of Surrey. He's from Port Alberni! He brought the cup to Surrey, though. I swear. Um... Cold and snow-wise, yeah. Winnipeg, it's terrible. Like, I don't know why you guys have your hockey team's jets, and I don't know if Blue Bobbers is supposedly a plane thing, but, like, how do you guys have this without having an airport? Like, it's so weird. But, <laughs> anyway. Lord Brassois. Yeah, this is not actually his lowest career safe percentage. His lowest... Oh, no, it is. It is currently his lowest save percentage. I can read um, his other lowest save percentages come from his time with the Oilers, funnily enough, uh, in only a few games in the 2015-16 and 2017-18. you have an airport? I know! Like, I don't- I-, I like, do you? Because, like, I'm really confused. Like, Winnipeg is famous for not being real at all or having a real airport. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I said I would commit to this bit. It's not going well. Um, yeah, Laura Bassois in 11 games last year for the Knights, he had um, 7 wins, 0 losses, 3 OT losses um, for a 9.27 save percentage. So, again, Golden Knights, they won the cup last year. They beat the Jets in the playoffs. Winnipeg, Richardson International Airport. That's not real. That's not real. You're not, nah. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Um, they may have a better defensive capabilities. The Jets still do have a lot of defensive. Um, they also are very defensively capable. They just need a bit more of support from their players just not basically giving up. <laughs> um, especially on the shorthanded goal where they just don't care that Wyatt Johnston... Do you need a real Winnipeg guy? <laughs> oh, let's take over. I, I, I mean, I, I am not a real Winnipeg person, so wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. YVR clears best airport in Canada. Pearson sucks. What's the other airport I've been to in Canada? Smithers doesn't count. <laughs> um. Not slander the town. I'm sure you guys are. You guys are lovely. You guys are lovely. Brady and Liz are amazing. 
Does what is Winnipeg real? I'm not sure. I I sound American. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I think that'll wrap it up for tonight, Jets Nation, or tonight. To s I guess that's evening enough for you guys. It's six p.m. there. Um, no, it's not. It's five thirty. It's it's almost evening. It's dark. Um. Uh, I hope you guys have a great night tonight. Make sure to subscribe to SDPN. Uh, follow SDPN Sports on Twitter. Abbotsford Airport is your favorite. It's so small and tiny. Um, yeah. Uh, like the video. Like the stream. Rate and review on podcast platforms. Subscribe to SDPN. Follow SDPN Sports on... Um... Twitter, thank you. I, I tried to have a great show. I'm not- I, I tried to not desecrate Winnipeg too much, but got a little bit off the rails. I'm sorry for disappointing the province of Manitoba. I will probably do it again. Um, <laughs> uh, good evening, afternoon, day, night. Time zones are weird, everybody. I have been Kayame. You can find me at Real Kayame on Twitter and as well Game Over Vancouver on SDPN. And uh, follow your other two hosts. They'll be back to talk jets and know that the airport actually exists. Good night, everybody. Yeah!